Hello, and welcome to the ninth episode of Psychology Demystified. The field of psychology is broad and encompasses many different career options, and it can be confusing. So I'm here to break them down into understandable summaries. My name's Alicia, and in today's episode, we will be discussing industrial organizational psychologists. When people think psychology, they don't usually connect it with business. But take a second and think about it. What does each business have? Human resources, a team designed to work through problems with employees, management, and clients. Human resources is often made up of industrial organizational psychologists, or IO psychologists, who study behavior in organizations and the workforce. IO psychologists are business psychologists, and in this way, take a specialized approach at their work. They focus on addressing issues with recruitment of new hires, morale among employees, quality of work life, even consuming behavior, among many other components. As such, they need to be well-versed in a variety of topics, like human attitudes, career development, decision theory, and even laws related to workplace activities. Of course, IO psychologists have to complete all their schooling first before jumping into work. As always, the first step for this career is to earn a bachelor's degree. As industrial organizational psychology isn't typically offered as an undergraduate major, common majors for the field are psychology and business. While one can enter the field with just a bachelor's degree, a potential candidate can stand out more by earning a master's degree in industrial organizational psychology. Some programs may require their students to complete internships or hours of applied experience, which can take up to a year or two. If one is interested in further advancing their education, they can go on to pursue a doctorate, either a PhD or a PsyD. As a reminder, a PhD has a more research focus, while a PsyD has a more clinical focus. So, if one wants to pursue academia, a PhD might be better fit for them, while one that wants to provide counseling services will want to go for a PsyD instead. All in all, the schooling can take anywhere from 4 to 13 years, depending on which route is taken. After that, to practice as a licensed IO psychologist, most states have a licensure exam for their prospective psychologist to take. They can earn their licensure through the EPPP and even earn additional board certification to really boost their resume, both covered in our last episode. So if you've gotten all your education and you've properly equipped yourself with your certificates and skills, what now? Well, IO psychologists can take on various jobs, whether it be a human resources manager, a behavioral analyst, or an IO professor, there are plenty of opportunities for those with an industrial organizational psychology degree. With so many job opportunities, the average national salary for an IO psychologist is around $92,000, and the opportunity for advancement can boost these numbers as high as $151,000. Additionally, the potential for growth in this field is great because businesses will always be there waiting for IO psychologists to help them out. So, if you have an interest in both business and psychology, and you're curious about their intersection, check out Industrial Organizational Psychology. It might just be the perfect match for you. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Psychology Demystified. If you have any questions, concerns, or suggestions, you can reach us at psychdemystified at gmail.com.
See you next time.